0: Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. In this HCI podcast episode, I share a recent article written with three of my colleagues at UVU titled Enhancing Female Empowerment in the Workplace, published in HR.com's Leadership Excellence Magazine. Welcome back to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. Today, I just wanted to share the article that I wrote with several of my colleagues at Utah Valley University titled Enhancing Female Empowerment in the Workplace. This was published last week in HR.com's Leadership Excellence magazine in the November issue. I invite you to check out the link in the show notes and go read the article, but I'll be reading it for you here in the audio of this podcast episode. Enhancing Female Empowerment in the Workplace by Jonathan H. Westover, Maureen S. Andrade, Jackie P. Westover, and Angela Schill. Maria worked in a company where she demonstrated high levels of organizational commitment, putting in extra hours and sacrificing personal time. She was unmarried, which meant that her colleagues and even her married female colleagues with children expected her to take on responsibilities that involved early morning or evening hours. Her salary was lower than that of her male counterparts who were married and had families to support in spite of the fact that she had the same level of education, had been in the organization the same amount of time and had strong performance reviews. Promotions in the organization were largely internal. Those who were promoted appeared to belong to the good old boys club and have personal relationships with the company's executives. After 20 years, Maria left the company to accept a leadership position in another firm. The office she worked in was female dominant and her supervisor was a woman, yet her coworker, a single mother, was allowed to come in late and leave early every day in order to accommodate her children's schedules. Another co-worker with children had work at home arrangements part of every week and in the summer. Maria was expected to keep strict office hours in addition to attending evening events. After a few years, Maria applied for and was hired into an executive position. The environment was largely male-dominant. She found it difficult to contribute to discussions and meetings because she could not insert herself into the conversation, so she tended to talk over people in order to get a word in. Her ideas were frequently attributed to someone else as if no one had listened to her or recognized what she said. She was also accused of being quiet. Her supervisor occasionally asked her to take notes and meetings when his administrative assistant was absent. When Maria presented proposals to the president of the organization, he would turn to the men in the room who reported to her and ask them what they thought. He mostly looked at his cell phone while she was talking. She also had very little decision-making autonomy, and some of her mail reports would suggest that she confer with her supervisor about an issue before arriving at a solution. The Job Satisfaction Gender Paradox Many empirical studies have found that women tend to enjoy significantly higher levels of job satisfaction. However, this seems to be a paradox as female workers are often receiving less pay, have less job autonomy, have fewer promotional opportunities, have less job mobility, lower chances of employer provided training, lower adjusted probabilities of receiving pensions and health insurance, experience more workplace discrimination, and experience more stress in the workplace than their male counterparts. Three possible reasons for this job satisfaction gender paradox include women have lower expectations than do men so they are satisfied with less. Number two, women may be socialized not to express their discontent. And three, women and men may value different characteristics in a job. Ultimately, while many studies support the idea that there's a significant gender difference in job satisfaction between males and females, this connection is inconsistent. Gender difference in job satisfaction and related work characteristics needs further examination. Our Research Findings We wanted to better understand this job satisfaction gender paradox and potential implications for empowering women in the workplace. So we set out to examine the experience of male and female workers in 37 countries, using data from the International Social Survey Program. Work Orientations for 2015. We explored gender differences across four main categories of work characteristics and motivators. Number one, intrinsic rewards. Number two, extrinsic rewards. Number three, workplace relations. And number four, work life balance. Through our exhaustive descriptive and inferential statistics analyses, key research findings include overall mean job satisfaction scores for men and women across countries are similar, but slightly higher for men, suggesting gender differences are becoming less prominent than in the past. Job satisfaction for men and women is equally affected by extrinsic rewards, possibly because women have become primary breadwinners rather than providing supplemental income. Thus, factors related to pay, stability, and opportunity for growth are also important for female workers. Men and women both find satisfaction in doing work that is interesting, offers autonomy, and is useful to society. But work being helpful to others is not a significant factor in job satisfaction for men. This suggests that men have more of an instrumental orientation to work than women. Interestingly, being harassed at work was significant in predicting job satisfaction for men but not for women. Although surprising, this may be because women are more used to experiencing regular harassment than men. Personal contact with others is a significant factor in predicting job satisfaction for men but not women. Men may have fewer personal networks outside of work while women may have more. Working weekends and schedule flexibility are significant factors in job satisfaction for men, but increasingly not for women. As with harassment, this may be because women tend to have a heavier load in dealing with family matters and housework and may be more used to this reality than men. I'm excited to announce will help you to explore your own leadership competencies and capabilities and consider ways to apply and implement them into your workplace and personal life. I'm excited to share my insights with you. How can we better empower and engage the female workers on our teams? While our findings indicate that gender differences in job satisfaction may have lessened over the years, they also illustrate that significant gender imbalances still exist in the workplace. Drawing upon these findings and experiences like Maria's, we offer the following suggestions as to how we can better empower and engage women in the workplace. Get curious. Find out about the women we work with. Be interested and aware. Notice differences and watch interactions and meetings. See where more interactions and acknowledgement can occur. Holding informal lunches and celebrations for promotions or other occasions are also ways to connect. These actions provide opportunities to learn more about female team members and build better team unity. Getting to know a female associate beyond the superficial level removes tendencies to see someone as a two-dimensional acquaintance and instead presents a multifaceted and capable colleague. Get honest. Be willing to look at our own subconscious biases. Hold trainings and discussions that encourage an honest look at potential beliefs we might possess but do not always recognize or admit. This is the first step in helping companies and teams recognize and reject potential stereotypical beliefs and antiquated practices that may still be occurring within the workplace. Get educated. Replacing old beliefs with informed ones can be easier to do by consulting pertinent research. For example, research indicates that women's contributions and leadership in the workplace lead to greater overall success in organizations. Findings like these can be a guide for implementing better practices to further empower and engage female team members while also bringing greater success to the team. Get real. Be willing to look at past company traditions and policies, including those that involve pay as well as extrinsic rewards, that have unfairly promoted or benefited men over women. Acknowledge that these occurred and then execute changes that provide women with equal access to equal pay, rewards, benefits, and promotions. Transparency and policy changes indicate real commitment to improving gender equality in the workplace. Get feedback. Provide multiple avenues for female employees to give feedback about their experiences on their teams without fear of retribution. Open a safe place for honest dialogue. Understanding and The expectations, concerns, motivations, and requests from women on our team can help in making ongoing adjustments to policies and practices. These suggestions offer a vision of more effective and successful teams where rather than being excluded, hindered, undervalued, or overworked, women are consulted, validated, valued, and promoted. While past research has found that women enjoy higher levels of job satisfaction than men, our research points to signs that this may be changing on a global scale. In our research, job satisfaction scores are very similar between men and women, and though this could be a sign of positive trends to come, the driving motivators of job satisfaction provide a more nuanced view of these changes. Our global study of workplace characteristics and motivators found that women may be more willing to tolerate negative aspects of a job than their male counterparts, but that they also have fewer available avenues to address workplace inequalities. Further research is necessary to better understand the relationship between these workplace characteristics and motivators, but increased actions to empower and engage women are needed now. We need to, one, get curious and learn about women we work with through meaningful interactions, two, get honest with ourselves and engage in self reflection to find biases we might hold, three, get educated through intentional exploration of current research, four, Get real by acknowledging systems and structures that reinforce gender inequality in our workplaces. And five, get feedback through the creation of safe environments and mechanisms for women to express and share their authentic workplace experiences with their teams. These actions will bring about enhanced female empowerment and engagement in the workplace and move organizations towards a more healthy culture of validation, inclusiveness, and personal value to all their employees. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. As always, I hope that you will stay healthy and safe, that you can find meaning and purpose at work each and every day, and I hope you all have a great week. We are excited about the launch of HCI's new magazine,